We're going on a trip with next generation English. We're gonna learn and dive into this magic land. We're gonna find some friends and learn some words. I want to see what you like. Your favorite food, your favorite team. Come in this journey with me. Next generation. Next generation. Next generation. English for you and me. Don't be scared of what you heard. English is not what you think. If you pay attention, you might just dream. Next generation, I wanna learn with you. You wanna learn with me? Hey, come on, let's work together in this. This project is for all of us who want to win. Next generation, next generation, next generation, English for you and me. For those who don't remember who I am, my name is Eder, and I am here with my best friend, Natalia. Keep in mind that together we are going to travel and learn more about our culture and region. We love learning about our Caribbean region. Hello, Natalia. Let the audience know who you are and what else we're going to do in this program. Hi, everyone. My name is Natalia. I am 16 years old and I live in Puerto Colombia, Atlántico. I am really happy to start this English program with you. In this radio program, we're going to learn about different places and people, and we're going to do it in English. Do you like English, Heather? How about you guys? Do you like English? Of course! I love English, and I'm sure that our listeners love it too. I practice English with my friends and my family every single day. In this program, we are going to have different sections. Atlantic News. It's Port. Get to know me. Let's play. Listen up. Get ready with me. Reading Nook and Backpack Natalia, please let us know what we are going to talk about in a section. Well, Heather, first of all, we have Atlantic News, where we will talk about current events in our department. For example, information about the quarantine and important things happening in Atlantico. Then we have sports, a section dedicated to our most important athletes 
and the sports we like a lot. We will also have a section for interviews called Get to Know Me. We will talk to some of the most interesting people you can think of. Wow, we are going to learn a lot about our region, sports, and people with those sections. I can't wait. So far, my favorite section is about sports. Okay, what else do we have for our audience, Natalia? Next, our most fun section. Let's play. We will play games together and we will have some challenges for you too. It will be so much fun. Listen up, it's our music section. We will discuss the greatest hits in English of all time. Finally, our beauty section for all you beautiful people. Get ready with me. We will talk about the latest trends in fashion, makeup, hair, and even health. I'm really excited to listen to those sections. Let me tell you that I love traveling and discovering new things. That's why, in our backpack section, we'll be traveling to different towns from our department. We will take our backpacks and take our imagination to discover more and more about these places. Remember, imagination can take you anywhere. Yeah, Heather, that sounds cool. I remember that I saw you with many books in your backpack. So let me ask you, do you like reading books and short stories? You have to be kidding me. Reading is my passion. This is one of my favorite parts of the day. Well, I think that you're going to love this section, reading book. This is a relaxing section. We will pick a book and we will read it together. Natalia, that sounds awesome. But I'm sure that our listeners have this question. What is a reading nook? Mm, a reading nook is a place where you can sit and take a breath. It should be a corner or if you like, it could be an entire room in your home dedicated to your needs and unique personality. Basically, it is your own space to read. Heather, do you have your own reading nook? Honestly, my favorite spot to read is in my backyard. I have a big tree and I sit under it. It's really fresh. You know, I love nature. Hello, Natalia. Welcome to Get to Know Me. Last section, we talk about telling time in English. So, today, we are going to talk about time expressions and the use of some prepositions. Hi, Heather. That sounds great, because sometimes I get confused with the use of prepositions. Don't worry, Natalia. I'm going to start by looking at prepositions because I know that sometimes it's a little bit confusing which preposition to use for particular references to the day or time. Yes, the use of prepositions para hablar de los días y la hora es algo que siempre he querido aprender. Let's start this lesson. I am ready to learn the use of prepositions to talk about the days or the time. Sure. First of all, it's important to know that there are two main prepositions. They are at and in. Let me spell at. 
A T at. Now let me spell im. I am im. Oh, that's really simple to pronounce. At in. How can we use them? ¿Cómo las podemos usar? Okay, Natalia. Pay attention to me. With at, we can use it when it is at a specific time on the clock. For example, at 2 o'clock, at 2.30, at 3 o'clock, at 3.30, at 4 o'clock, at 4.30, at 5 o'clock. Vamos a practicar. Te voy a hacer preguntas y tú respondes usando la preposición at. Are you ready to practice? Yeah, I am ready. Go ahead. What time do you usually have breakfast? What time do you usually have breakfast? I usually have breakfast at 8 o'clock. What time do you usually have lunch? What time do you usually have lunch? I usually have lunch at 12 o'clock. What time do you usually have dinner? What time do you usually have dinner? I usually have dinner at 5 o'clock. Great job! You can use at when you are referring to meal times. At breakfast time. At lunch time. For example, si vas a decir que nos vemos en la hora del almuerzo, you can say, I will see you at lunch time. Or you can say, let's meet at lunch time. Oh, I see. That's simple. Si voy a decir que te veré en la hora del desayuno, I can say, I will see you at breakfast. Yeah, you're right. Si vas a decir que nos vemos en la hora de la cena, you can say, I will see you at dinner time. Or you can say, let's meet at dinner time. Either, how do we say nos vemos en la noche in English? Do we use at or in? In English, we use at night en la noche. So, para decir nos vemos en la noche, you can say, I will see you at night. At night? Just two words. Cool. Solo dos palabras para decir en la noche. That's cool. English is really easy. Other, I have a question. Si quiero decir en la mañana o en la tarde, ¿cuál preposición debo usar? At o in? Okay, Natalia. When it comes to other words that are linked with morning, afternoon, evening, we use a different preposition. So, just to be clear before we jump to another preposition, keep in mind that it's just night that has at with it and the meal time and the specific times on your wash. Okay, we use the preposition in when you want to say in the morning, in la mañana. 
in the afternoon, en la tarde. In the daytime, meaning anytime during the day. In the daytime. In the middle of the day. So that's roughly maybe midday. 12, around 12 or, or 1. There is another phrase that is in the middle of the night. En la mitad de la noche. These are phrases that you can say with the preposition in. Can you repeat them, Natalia? Sure. Go ahead. Tell me the phrases that you use with the preposition in. In the morning, in the afternoon, in the daytime, in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night. Great job! I hope these expressions are clear to you and our listeners. Now, let's talk about more tiny expressions. To talk about this, we need to know in which timeline we are. For example, present, past, and future. Presente, pasado, y futuro. Yeah, present is presente. Past is pasado, and future is futuro. I'm going to teach you three new words. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Do you know what they mean? ¿Sabes el significado de estas palabras? Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I think I know two of them. Yesterday is ayer in Spanish, right? Yeah, you're right. Yesterday is a past time expression. Lo que quiere decir que la usamos para hablar del pasado. Don't forget that yesterday is used to say when something happened in the past. Can you give me an example using the word yesterday, Natalia? Sure, Heather. Yesterday, I ate ice cream. Great job, Natalia. The other word is today. Today. Let me spell it for you. T-O-D-A-Y. Today. Today is hoy in Spanish. Can you use this word in a sentence? Time to think. Okay, I got it. I am really happy today. Heather, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Natalia. Good job. You now know how to use the word today. Last but not least, tomorrow. Let me spell it for you. T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is mañana in Spanish. Can you use this word in a sentence? Time to think. Okay, I got it. Tomorrow, I will do exercise with my family. Tomorrow, we will continue learning more vocabulary. See you!
Oh, hey, sorry guys, uh, just watching the game. So, I nether, and welcome back to another section of sports. So, today I'm going to teach you some of the basic vocabulary that we use to talk about our favorite teams, what happened in the game yesterday, and this is useful to talk about soccer, football, baseball, softball, basketball, almost anything sport that you can think of, and maybe some single sports as well. That sounds really cool. Today, we're going to learn how to ask questions about sports in English. Heather, you're watching a game, right? Oh, hey, Natalia, sorry. You know I love watching soccer games. So yeah, I'm watching a game. Okay, I think that Heather is going to be really distracted today because he's watching a soccer game. We all know that one of the most important things about a game is the final score. Heather is a soccer lover and yesterday he watched another soccer game. I am going to ask him questions about that game in English. Heather? Yoohoo, Heather! Hey, Natalia, sorry. Uh, how can I help you? I know that yesterday you watched another game. Who played? In Spanish we say, ¿Quién jugó? Yeah, uh, Junior play against Union Magdalena. It was a great soccer game. What was the score? In Spanish we say, ¿Cuál fue el marcador? Who won? In Spanish we say, ¿Quién ganó? Junior won against Union Magdalena. That's great! Junior beat Union Magdalena. Ganó el Junior. Yeah, Natalia. Union Magdalena lost against Junior. They were beaten by Junior. Junior to papá. No offense to Union Magdalena. It's just that in this department, Atlantico, we are junior supporters. That's just us. Yeah, we love watching soccer games and we support junior. Also, we support the Colombian national team. They are really great soccer players. Natalia, who is your favorite soccer player? Mm, my favorite soccer player has to be Teófilo Gutiérrez. He's a great soccer player and he plays in junior. I have a picture with him and I posted it on my Facebook and Instagram accounts. Yeah, he is a great Colombian soccer player. Teo, he plays as a striker. Mm, a striker? What is that? That's his position. It's striker. Let me spell it. S-T-R-I-K-E-R. It's striker. In Spanish, we say delantero. Oh, I understand. Okay, Heather, let's continue watching that soccer game and see you all next time. Are you in a reading nook? I hope all of you are now in your reading nook because it's time to be really attentive. We are going to start our segment, Reading Nook. Last section, we start reading Moby Dick, and we have an activity to check. 
Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. I really like this book. I answered all the questions and for sure our listeners have their own answers too. I really want a five, the highest score. Well, Natalia, you will get a five if you give me the right answers for all the questions. But don't worry about the score, because in this space, the most important thing is that you learn. Okay, Yeder, I know that the most important thing is to learn, but believe me, I won't make any mistakes. Let's start. Let's start with the first question. Who is a Starbucks? Easy peasy. He's a whaler. Great, Natalia. That's right. It's whaling easy? No, it isn't. Whaling is a hard life. People are away from home for many years. The work is hard. People have to be strong and fast. It's very dangerous. Yeah, Natalia. Next question. Who has one leg? Mm, Captain Ahab has only one leg because a huge whale took his other leg. Right? Am I going to get a perfect score? Yes, it is. If you get the next question right, you will get a perfect one. Here we go. Is Quickhep good at whaling? Yes, he is. He's really good at whaling. Wow, Natalia, you are on fire. Did I get all the answers right? Yeah, you got all the answers right. You really pay attention to this chapter of this book called Moby Dick. Okay, today we are going to read a new chapter of this book. Natalia, I'm sure that you and all our listeners are really excited wow, to continue with this Wow, I can't believe it. Adventure. This is our third book. I am really excited to start reading a new book. Hey, Ether, what is this new book about? This new book, it's called Moby Dick by Hernan Melville. In this book, you are going to discover a new war. This is a war of oceans and captains. I'm really excited. Let's start reading. I'm going to read the introduction of the book and then my best friend Natalia is going to read the chapter number one. Chapter three, Captain Ahab's story. For three weeks, Captain Ahab stayed below. Then one day, suddenly, he was there in front of us. He was a thin man, but he was strong. He had a hard face with lines on it from years of sun and wind. His hair was gray and wild. His clothes were black. Then I saw it, his white whalebone leg, and an ugly white line ran down from the top of his head. Did it go down to his feet? Who or what did that to him? What fight did he lose so badly? He stood and looked at us with angry eyes. What do you do when you see a whale? He suddenly shouted. 
Shout, sir, answered the man. Good, look at this, he showed us some gold. I want one whale, a white whale. One of you will see this whale first. That man will get this gold. We stood quietly. Whalers don't make much money. We thought about the gold. We could buy a lot of nice things with it. You'll know him when you see him, said Captain Ahab. He's the biggest whale in the oceans. I saw this whale, said Quickwick to me. He's a mountain, very big and strong. I put my harpoon in him. He got away. I have to find this whale. I will find him, shouted Captain Ahab. Are you talking about Moby Dick? Asked Tashtigo. Yes, answered Captain Ahab. Moby Dick took your leg, said Starbuck quietly. Captain Ahab shouted angrily at Starbuck. Yes, he took my leg. He took half of me. Now I'm half a man, and Moby Dick will pay for this. I'll follow him to South America, to Africa. I'll follow him to the end of this world. I'll see him dead. He turned to the other whalers. Are you with me, men? Yes, they shouted. They were excited. They saw the gold. They shouted and laughed. Only Starbuck stood quietly. His face was as dark as the sky before it rains. What's your problem? Captain Ahab asked him angrily. Then he smiled. It's too dangerous. Is that the problem? I'm not afraid of dangerous work, answered Stadbrook. But I work for whale oil. I fight whales for their oil, for money. You hate this whale. How much oil will that bring to you? How much money? When I kill Moby Dick, I'll be rich in here, shouted Captain Ahab, and he hit his body with his hand. He turned and started to walk away. Are you going to follow this animal because it won a fight with you? It's wrong. It's crazy, shouted the Starbuck. When he heard this, Captain Ahab turned on his well-boned leg. He was very angry now, and he shouted in Starbuck's face, This whale is evil. Do you understand? White is the color of ice, and ice takes strong ships down under the water. White is the color of a man's eyes when he can't see. White is the color of dead men. White is evil, and this whale is evil. He's laughing at me. I'll only be free when this evil is dead. Dead. The color left Starbucks face. He was the loser of this fight, and Captain Ahab knew it. He turned to the man again. Drink! Death to Moby Dick! He shouted. The men put their harpoons up high and shouted too. Then they drank and danced. Later that same night, the men were asleep, and the ship was quiet. I was outside with Pip, the little cook boy. We had to put water out for the next day's whaling. Listen, said Pip. Can you hear that? I hear men. The whalers were at the other end of the ship. There was nobody there. I don't hear anything, I said. No, listen, said Pip. There are men below us, five or six of them. Can you hear them? 
It's the ocean, Pip. It's playing games with you, I answered. I have good ears, said Pip. He was angry with me and walked away. I watched him go. Then I sat and looked up at the stars. I dreamed of the white whale. I dreamed of gold. Okay, this is all for today's reading nook. Thanks, Natalia, for reading this new chapter of this amazing book. Reading books in English, it's really important for learning this language, English. When I read a book, I learn new vocabulary and practice my English by discovering new things in each story. Now, it's time to check your understanding. In this new activity of this book, we have some questions that you need to answer. Keep in mind that all these questions are based on the pages that Natalia just read. Are you ready? Yes, we are ready. Okay, let's start. Listen to four questions and write the answers. Keep in mind that we'll check them in the next Reading Nook session. Here we go. Question number one. Who is a Starbuck? Who is a Starbuck? Question number two. Is whaling easy? Is whaling easy? Question number three. Who has only one leg? Who has only one leg? Question number four. Is QuickCap good at whaling? Is QuickCap good at whaling? In our next reading nook, we will be checking the answers to these questions and we will know more about this short story, Moby Dick. Stay tuned!